Everyone and welcome to the Miseducation of Shelterville podcast. Wait, was I going to interrupt him this time, or were you? Ha! I tricked you. You were oh, not able I to interrupt me because I stopped talking. <laughs> you well, you done. interrupted yourself. Um, <laughs> that's Bill Clem. Hey, knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> yeah, but we tricked you. I was going to interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> That's Rick Bailey. Hi guys, I'm Bill. Bill and Rick. And he's Ryan. Bull and Rock. I'm Ryan White. I'm here to try and keep this thing together for one more week before we try and kill each other. Oh, guys. I don't know if it's going to make it a whole week. Oh, mm. <laughs> Thunderclouds on the horizon. Yeah, I might need to get myself something to drink. What are you guys drinking tonight? I uh, picked the old standard. Evan Williams, Bottled and Bond. Um, Man, you got to get sponsored by him, dude. I'm telling you, there were. I was on some kind of train with that last IG post. They're just still liking the heck out of that post. Nice, nice. What do you got, Bill? Uh, I am drinking the Craft Ginger Mule by Reeds. Their Zero Sugar Classic Ginger Mule. A ginger mule. So is that? Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure how they get uh, zero sugar and classic together because I don't think the classic was zero sugar. But uh, hey, it's it's spicy and it's delicious. Classic flavor with a modern twist. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Rick. It's got that uh, st- stevia in it, which is making its way into everything mm. these days. It'll cause you cancer in twenty years. <laughs> They'll find out. Yeah, but we don't know yeah. that yet. So it's <laughs> maybe good. maybe it's only like in soy milk ten years yeah. ago. Maybe only uh, <laughs> only in California will it cause cancer. Then we'll be safe. Hang on, Ryan. It's Rick's turn to talk now. <laughs> Rick Bailey. Hi guys, I'm here. What are you drinking? Um, I also went with an old standard, the Lucille IPA from Georgetown Brewing. It's delicious. It looks delicious. It is. Uh, the, the color mm-hmm. on it's uh, brilliant. It is nice. I can practically taste it through Zoom. <laughs> me too. And it's too hoppy for me. It's too hoppy. <laughs> <sighs> well, okay, guys, it's another week. It's another week. It's another podcast. Bill watched another movie. Yes, I did. And I, I sure did. You guys, I am super excited. I thought about it was this awesome. Movie. Bill watched Clerks, and I think that we finally nailed it, and that he's going to have loved this movie, and we're going to have a lot to talk about. I'm super pumped. I rewatched it. Ryan, did you rewatch it? Yeah, I just got done rewatching it. It yeah. uh, it held up. I really <laughs> liked it. I rewatched it for. A, it's been a long. Okay, so <laughs> wait, it's been a long time since I've seen this movie, and I've seen it tons, but it definitely held up when I rewatched it. Saw so it with fresh eyes. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No so nostalgia at all. Based on uh, the experience of watching this movie, <laughs> let's uh, first do some trivia from the year it was made. Ryan, do you have some stats about the 1930s? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've actually got some stats about 1776, uh, <laughs> the year it in was which. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Um, he was topping the charts in mm-hmm. 1776. He, was, he grew up on the rocks, little known fact. <laughs> No, he did. Yeah. He did. Not South Boston so much as uh, like the 
what Caribbean or something. Yeah, I think it was Haiti. Anyway, fun fact: we're just joshing <laughs> you. I actually did look up the correct year for this movie, and it's 1994. Um, Why is that ringing a bell? I was going to say avid listeners would recognize that we've already done 1994, but we have also established on this podcast that nobody remembers anything as soon as they hit stop on their recording. That is true. You could probably quiz Rick and I the exact same questions as you did when we were talking about 1994 with Airheads, and we would get them as wrong as we did then. (laughs) I mean, I thought about it. I thought about um, doing the exact same questions, but I couldn't find them. So I'm going to make some other stuff up. Uh, As usual, this will be a trivia-style game in which points will be stolen. Um, We may or may not play Price is Right rules, and no one keeps track, so it doesn't matter. Um, What I'm going to do... I mean, I keep track. I'm winning. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. I'm way ahead. I'm ahead of everybody. I have a lot of I know points. that I won sports once, so that's all that matters to me. Mm-hmm. I got I got you won it by a half I got a half a point though. You didn't, I didn't sweep me. I didn't I remember sweep that. you, no. That was two weeks ago, Rick. You're it's still Barry Bonds ruined. <laughs> it was Barry, two, it, Barry Bonds ruins everything. True. It was two weeks ago. I mean yeah. I don't I don't hold a grudge like that. I don't know why you're hanging on to it. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Okay, let's dive into 1994. 1994. Um, How about this? NME is a magazine that uh, has... Are you saying enemy? Or are you saying NME? NME. The letters. The letters NME. It is a pop culture magazine. Music publication, correct? Yeah, Pop culture and music. Never heard of it. Um... Weird. They're pretty big. They're kind of like uh, kind of like Rolling Stone, but uh, they're like the Rolling Stone of magazines. Yes. So they've got uh, twenty-five <laughs> moments that define nineteen ninety-four, and these are all uh, things that happened in pop, oh, good. pop culture. It's Ryan reads lists again. <laughs> I'm not going to read the list. I'm saving my content for the uh, the upcoming pod release of Listicles and Testicles with Ryan. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, so, 1994, how well do you guys remember 1994? Would you rate yourself? How, how would you rate your memory f- of 1994? I remember that I was 14 years old, but I don't actually remember that. I just know that because of math, mm. and that's all. So, let's see. As our what, avid listeners how- will remember, that was the year that I was going to go to a public school and it burnt down and I was homeschooled one more year before high school. Right. So, that's a year before high school? For me. Yeah. Well, I guess me too. <laughs> I started high school in the fall of 95. Gotcha. So, I was in eighth yeah. grade. Yeah. So, I, I can remember some things now. It's coming back to me a bit. Okay. It's all coming back to you now. Celine Dion. <laughs> right? Yeah, Isn't that I think she was the number one hit of 1994. <laughs> <laughs> See how I brought that back around? <laughs> okay, Ryan, give us some questions about these critical, critical moments. Critical moments. Uh, moments that define 1994. Um, how am I going to do this? Is that the first question? <laughs> Not well. <laughs> ding, 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 Rick wins! <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I, I knew that <laughs> one, too. So, there was a famous artist who passed away in 1993, or I'm just going to change the year. Fuck it. There was a famous <laughs> uh, artist, famous person, who uh, who tragically lost their life in 1994, and it changed the course of this person's um, life. No, it changed the course of this person's uh, chosen <laughs> field. Um, I don't know. You guys got any guesses? This is going, like, real bad. Because... <laughs> Wow. Wait, so they died and then they changed what they do because they're dead? No, they're, they're death. <laughs> I'm going to guess. No, hang on, hang on. Don't give us any more clues. Let's see if we can guess based on that. <laughs> I have a guess. This is so, like, absurd of a question, but I'm going to guess Kurt Cobain. So was I. Winner. I was going to guess the yeah, same thing. I, I, well, you should have gotten uh, up in here and said it. <laughs> what? Okay, so wait. I get the point. What, what field did it change of his? <laughs> it changed Courtney Love's life. <laughs> Dave Grohl's wow. life. Love life. It changed. It changed music. Yeah, there okay. wasn't much more good grunge music okay. after yeah. that. See, I, I knew what he was talking about. Sort of. Right. It was enough information to know. Yeah. Well, uh, we got there. Yeah. But then yeah. after he died, Pearl Jam kept making music. Right. <laughs> You're funny. Notice how I said good grunge music. Can you, but, no, no, I actually he, know that Kurt Cobain was from Nirvana. He was making a joke that he was probably in Pearl Jam. Right. <laughs> yes. So, in TV, a TV question now. Roseanne. Um, the first episode of this famous Friends. TV show aired in 1984. Yes. Friends. Yes. Friends. Whoa, whoa. You should have got, got up in here earlier. Yeah, yeah, it's it's okay. I was gonna guess Matlock. <laughs> that, that totally makes sense. <laughs> so, Matlock also defined a generation. It was just a very different, different generation. Different generation. Okay, um, that was an excellent, excellent guess there, Rick. You nailed it. Uh, That's two points here's for me. A, here's another movie. There's another movie that came out that I think Bill would really know, and it's pretty iconic. Um, any, I <laughs> any idea what the Shawshank Redemption? Can I finish? <laughs> Can I finish? Uh, sure. The Kids' Choice Award movie for the year of 1994 was. Ooh, I'm gonna go with The Lion King. Rick, do you have a guess? The Sandlot. It was The Lion King. Yeah, look at me coming through with the win. I, you know what I appreciated there, Ryan? One, that I got it right, and two, that you let Rick look like an idiot, even though I got it right first. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. All right, well, okay, we're all, we're all tied up. Nope, I've got two. Yeah, I've no, got Nirvana and The Lion King. No, I told you that the, I said I got two points for the Friends one. T no. TV's worth two points. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah, I refuse that. <laughs> yeah. Everyone now sees how difficult it is to know Rick. <laughs> so, um, moving back to music, um, can anyone name the largest festival, music festival, in 1994? I can't name a music festival. So there was... Uh, okay, because it wasn't... Because there was Woodstock in 95, right? But I'm going to go with, like, Glastonbury. 
Any left field guess, Bill? Uh, I'll go with is oh um uh let's go with is burning man is that a music thing i'll yeah it's not burning man but yes burning man would would count enough as it was woodstock rick you were wrong i thought it was 95 woodstock 94 350,000 people showed up to watch artists such as nine inch nails bob dylan the red hot chili peppers and green day among many others. And then the next one was in oh, the next one was in ninety nine, right? Yeah, when they 99. had the fires, the Lip Biscuit one. Yeah. So no points okay. awarded on that one. Um, I mean, I should get a half a point for saying the answer. Do you want to give well, it to Bill? Maybe, maybe you should, maybe you should say things with a little more confidence instead of always or, hedging. Or your maybe guesses. you should be right <laughs> and not wrong. Yeah. Like, haven't you oh, noticed here's this, here's this right answer that i know probably isn't true <laughs> maybe maybe but if it is i'll take the points <laughs> well that's how it goes i think that you've noticed in the past few episodes this happens to me a lot i'd never like to go with my gut mm-hmm. i guess i'll start doing yeah, it yeah and you should if nothing else this podcast is going to teach you to go with your gut. <laughs> well at least i can show my work and yeah. you can see how i got to the wrong answer okay i have one more yeah. one more um <clears throat> little tidbit from the old 1994 here for you guys to guess um in where where does tidbit come from <laughs> you know we've got a computer right in front of us bill maybe we can search that during this little break oh here. wait i think you we know, should probably just, give our best guesses just, first tidbit right i was just like what's a bit of tid um you know cuz i was just i was talking with my 16 year old before the podcast and she was saying that slang means shortened language, which I'd never heard before, but which makes total sense. And it was funny because the word slang is slang. Interesting. Yeah, but the thing is, is I think what we have to think about, too, is sometimes people say that kind of stuff, but I don't think it's true. Um, like, people talk about, like, the F word, and they say that it means, uh, what is it, for unlawful carnal knowledge or whatever, right? And that's not what it means. So uh, I don't yeah. know if that is the actual reason why they call slang slang. I think sometimes people make up things over the years that kind of just get put into knowledge that isn't necessarily true. Right. right? Like uh, it becomes a urban legend almost. Somebody yeah. just passes it along. Sure tidbit this is i'm sure that our listeners are just on the edge of their seats listening to us talk about uh the origins of words well i was just thinking when i was in canada you know tim hortons is a very popular coffee and donut shop there and they're famous for the tim bits but i i think the word tidbit probably came first yeah i would think you're probably right yeah Anyway, share the tidbit with us. I didn't mean to take us off track too fast. A too tidbit quick. is a tiny little or tasty little piece of food, a choice morsel, as in gossip. Well, okay, but where does okay? So where is it is like a timbit. <laughs> but where's the origin of the word for like what? Why do they say tidbit? So the sources vary, but um, the the one from the Merriam-Webster dictionary says that. Tid came from tide, which was the feast day, your tiding, and that turned into tid 
as a shortening, so you're having a bit of a tiding, a t- tidbit, a small bit of a feast. Okay. Like good yeah. tidings or great right. tidings to yeah. you. And yeah, okay. Becomes tidbit, a bit of tidings. A little bit yeah. of tidings. A little bit. Well, I like it. The I like more, it. Me too. Yeah. The more you know. I'm glad we know. Okay. Hey, I guarantee you this last 10 minutes was more entertaining than all of Clerks. Ugh, there's no chance that that's true. Throwing fire over here. Okay. Ugh. 1994 saw a revolution in um, home entertainment. What was the number one selling home electronic device for Christmas 1994? DVD player. Bill? I am going to go with... I want to say it it might have been I want to say it's either the like PlayStation 2 or the Nintendo 64. Final answer? Well, which one are you going to pick? I'll go with the PlayStation 2. <sighs> Bill, I'm going to have to give you a half point cuz it was the PlayStation 1. Oh, no, okay. that's that's okay. completely wrong. <laughs> How does he get no, a point for not, that? Cuz it is not completely wrong. It's not as wrong as me going, "Oh, it's wrong. I'm not even going to say it. So if you would have said PlayStation 1, or maybe it was PlayStation 2, I'm going to go with PlayStation 2, then that would have been wrong? <laughs> no, this is, this is funny, because this is the argument you get made against all of my movie arguments, was that you try and use something, and then when someone else does it, you talk about how ridiculous it is. You no. called it the Amy Poehler effect for me. <laughs> no, but you just five minutes ago tried to say that you should get points for the uh, guess of Woodstock. Right. Even though it, you said it isn't Woodstock. Okay, so, but here's the deal. This is the exact point I was making. This is the Amy Poehler paradigm again. You just did that. You just said, I'll accept that half point, And I got the wrong answer. And Wait, I, who, who gave me the point? Ryan gave yeah, me the point. But Ryan's he, running the game. If the game master <laughs> gives you the point, you take the point. No, you accepted it for the same reason you said I couldn't have the point. I just did made I say the reference. you couldn't have the point? Ryan didn't give you a point to accept. <laughs> well, you guys are both stupid. Hey, let's let's save the fighting for ten minutes from now. Okay, I've got one more to wash the taste of the PlayStation out of your mouth, Rick. Uh, we're gonna bring it back to movies, and you know, previously we've done Oscars. Now I'm gonna do Golden Globes. A little harder. Oh, the good. <laughs> but yeah, the good. The one. reason I chose Golden Globes is because they do have a comedy category, and we have reviewed quite a few comedies. So I feel like it's a little bit more relevant to. Uh, our, our lane here. Yeah, except nowadays, I don't know if you guys ever pay attention to the Golden Globes, the things that win comedy are very annoying, and they're not comedies. Well, we're talking about 19 A couple years ago. Do you know what the funniest movie like three years ago was? The Martian? Pretty sure that's not funny. Okay. It, oh, it's funny. Have you not seen it? You think it's a comedy? I wouldn't call it a comedy, but it is funny. Do you think it's the best comedy of the year? Ever? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what else was nominated. Well, you don't have a sense of humor, though, as we're going to find out in a minute. <laughs> so what now? Yeah. Um, how about this? Can you name off? She wants to guess the best comedy from 1994. Well, I'm getting into it. I was going to say. OK, um, let's just give me a shot. Give me three movies that you think were nominated for best musical or comedy for the Golden Globes in 1994. And we're going to go. Um, um, 
Rick Bill, Rick okay. Bill, Schind- Rick Bill. You're going to start with who? Rick Bill. Schindler's Rick List. Rick Bill, Rick Bill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rick, so 19 first them. guess. Okay. Mm, black Sheep. No, Tommy Boy. Sorry, I said Tommy Boy. Final answer, Tommy Boy. Bill. I'll go with uh, Happy Gilmore. Rick. <laughs> these movies, both of these would not have won a Golden Globe. <laughs> We're so stupid. <laughs> All right. Let me, let me keep going here. Um, oh, what was like a f- funny movie that like grownups liked in 1994? So when I was just a child. I'm, I'm going to... Forget Paris in '94. <laughs> Definitely didn't win. It got the Razzies. Um, I'm I'm gonna give you a little <laughs> direction here. Think the Golden okay. Globes are the foreign press in America. Yep. So they're not. Yep. It's not an American um, sense of humor. It's the foreign press. Take that in in consideration. Okay, that didn't help me at all. That actually made it harder. Thanks for that, Ryan. You're welcome. <clears throat> so. I'm going to go with, like, something that would be good. Airheads. <laughs> okay. Okay, I will guess Forrest Gump. Okay, Rick, final guess? The Adams Family. And Bill. Um, Let's go with the... Ryan, are you looking Blanken. up? Are you looking up the years of these movies we're guessing? <laughs> Just out of curiosity. <laughs> no, no. I, I try not um, to uh, Google too much with a hot mic. I'm gonna go with uh, uh, the movie Mr. Bean. Uh, you're zero for six, guys. Of course we are. <laughs> I'm gonna give you. Yeah. We probably didn't guess a single movie made in 1994. Well, Airheads. Whoever guessed Airheads yeah, got made in 1994. I'm gonna. I'll give you all five, and the first one to say which one won wins the other half of them. No, they win a full point. Of these five, which one won? In no particular order. Much Ado About Nothing. Sleepless in Seattle. Strictly Ballroom. Dave. Or Mrs. Doubtfire. Sleepless Much in Seattle. About nothing. You're both wrong. <laughs> Dave. Dave. <laughs> Strictly it's Ballroom. Mrs. Doubtfire. Strictly Ballroom. Bill wins. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah! You get a half, you get a half point because that was your third guess. <laughs> hey, I'll take a fraction of a point. I'm still the winner. <laughs> All right. Ugh. Well, that went about as poorly as I figured it would. Um... <laughs> proving that we can watch movies from 1994 every single week, and these guys will not know, as neither will I. So I think. But in my we, defense, I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Wasn't even supposed to be here. You sound like an asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone in that movie sounded like an asshole. Bill, uh, what okay. movie are you speaking? Let's get of? into Clerks. We, we're talking about Clerks. We're talking about a black and white movie with the, you know, budget of, uh, you know, maximum balance on a credit card. And that was filmed poorly, acted poorly, was not funny and was not good. Okay, it's, none of, it's, it's barely any of those things. <laughs> it wasn't. I will give you one. 
it's not acted wonderfully. I will say that there's some the, there's uh, the budget to make this movie was twenty three thousand dollars. It was thirty thousand dollars. He made twenty seven thousand dollars off selling his comic books, and then he got three thousand dollars from his parents. No, okay, you're right. The budget was low, but we know that. That's the point of this. That's how Kevin Smith launched his career by making an amazing movie on a shoestring right. budget. No, he he made a crappy movie on a sh- crappy budget. I mean, well, we're gonna have to. We'll get to that. We'll talk about what's crappy about it. Um, so are you mad that it was in black and white? I mean, I didn't appreciate that it was in black and white. It didn't add anything to it. It didn't make it artsier. It didn't make it better. You could tell like it was probably done in black and white just to like help with all the problems of all of the backgrounds and color and all the issues that, you know, they don't have to color correct. They don't have to worry about, you know, what's in the background drawing focus if it's in black and white. Right. Because they don't have any money to do all that stuff. That's saved on post-production. Right. Yeah. So you have to do this. That's great. But but that doesn't make me like the movie better. No, I just said, did you hate this in black and white? Do you like movies? Do you like movies better because they're in black and white or in color? I don't. It doesn't matter to me. Sure. But for the most part, we want to watch movies in color. I mean, sure. That's that's why they started making. That's why they started making movies in color, because it was better than black and white. Okay, but okay. see. Ryan, have you noticed the bill? He's just, he's ramped up. He's ready to go. Yeah, he is I didn't even say anything up. about this movie's better. I just said, do you hate that it's in black and white? That was my question. Do you dislike it because it's in black and white? Okay, this, this movie is worse because it's in black and white. Mm, okay, I don't know. I don't believe that. I don't feel that way. It's, lo- it's lower quality. Um, because it's in black and white? Yes. Why do you think it's lower quality? Because I think it's like, it's like you said, the reason it was done was not for art or for effect. It was because of budget. It was because they didn't have the money to do all of those other things. It, it is lower quality and lower budget. And that's why it was done in black and white. But that doesn't make it con. It, it doesn't make it bad. It, no, the, I mean, the, the content the, is not the, bad because it's lower the, quality. That's true. The, the fact that it's in black and white isn't what makes this movie bad. But it is one of the parts of this movie that doesn't make it as good as it could be. When I was when I first saw this movie, I rented it on VHS in probably 95, I would guess. Didn't know what it was. Didn't know a lot about movie making at the time. Didn't realize it was in black Mm -hmm. and white. When I watched it in my this was not the intended purpose. But what I felt the first time I watched it was that, oh, this is like security camera footage from the convenience store. That's how I felt about it a lot. And it just seemed to make sense to me. So that's one reason I liked the black and white when I first saw it in my own head. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I mean, there's no security camera footage not, of the roof of the building. I know. No, I'm saying it wasn't correct. That's right. not the reason. And there could have been. Why couldn't there be security cameras the, on the, the roof? It has a downward facing shot a on the hockey game. And the... F- <laughs> And the fo- maybe the follows yeah, maybe. him to the funeral, and then follows him to the other video store. Yeah, it goes to the funeral. Follows him to the other video store. Yeah, you yeah, never that know. Is, that is some weird security camera footage. <laughs> right. Well, you wouldn't want to cut it into color. Like it's not the Wizard of Oz. Right. You know why you know? they did that? It's far. It's, Do you know it's why far the better. Wizard of Oz starts in black and white and then cuts into color? It's because well, one why of the first that? films that was filmed in Technicolor and they wanted to really they show off the technology. to show you how technology. cool it was to go from black and white to color yeah. because color's better. Yeah. And in fact, after that, movies, they started making almost all of them in color. 
That's you actually not movies in color technically true <laughs> because Wizard of Oz came out in 1932 and there were many Technicolor movies, but a lot of movies were made in black and white up until the mid 50s. Yeah, why do you think they stopped? It's weird. Why, why didn't they because make the new Star Wars movies in black and white? It would have been cool. Maybe it could have been security camera footage from the Death Star. No, go ahead. No, we're no, running into Tell much. Me how awesome black and white movies are. Do, do you know what the budget of I the Wizard of Oz movie was? The budget. That's but see this. We're getting back to the point of the podcast. Like, great, you did something on a low budget. That I I actually think that for the budget, this was it was pretty cool that they did this whole movie for the budget that they have. That doesn't make it a good yeah. movie. When I watch a movie, I don't go, well, how much money did they spend? Because the profit margin of this movie or the, the quality compared to budget is what makes a movie good. It, it might make it comparatively good, right. but it's not as good as if he'd had a million dollars to make this movie. Ryan, Ryan, yes. what's happening right oh now? Oh my gosh, Why is he I so hated angry? this movie so like, much. Like, I, here's a <laughs> right. question. We're just... How come when he made his next movie, yeah. which was Mallrats, why didn't he make that in black and white and use all of his friends and relatives to hold the boom mic and make it off of $20,000 well, again? Because he got a bunch of money. He could afford right. to do it. Right. He could afford to make a better movie. Bill, no. Okay, wait. We need to, you need to back uh, off for a minute. Nobody, uh, nobody is saying this movie is better because <laughs> it's in black and white or that... I just asked if you hated the black and white. That's my question. Did you not like the black and white part of it? I just didn't know. Yes, you have I, the, I, you're I, losing control. Was, you've <laughs> lost. You've uh, lost the narrative here. I just thought, yeah. what'd you think of the black and white there, buddy? That's all I was curious about. <laughs> okay. I just liked it, buddy. <laughs> okay. That's all we had to hear. So Next moving question. on. I disliked it, buddy. So here's why I'm disappointed in this. Uh, I, there's been a few hints that maybe you didn't like this movie. I'm starting to pick oh. up on that now. Um, what I'm surprised about is what I thought you would enjoy is that it, this movie reminds me of me and you. <laughs> the mm -hmm. having shitty jobs and talking about people that come into your shitty job and having weird conversations about dumb shit all day. Mm -hmm. that's and that's what happened in this movie and i thought i think that the dialogue in this movie is great i think the conversation between dante and randall are super funny i think that when you really listen to what they're saying and like all the things they do are i laughed out loud at least three times and i've seen the movie 15 times you know so i thought that you were yeah. gonna feel that also this like camaraderie between those two people and the what a waste of a day they're having but with like snappy, witty dialogue. Yeah, this is one of those instances where you should not have gone with your first instinct. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're, we're just basically scratching the surface and it's like we've poured hydrochloric acid into an open wound that Bill has. Uh, he is very heated at this moment. And I, I don't really know why. I so, Bill, what what's the number one thing that made you irritated about this movie? It was so, it felt so lazy to me. It, it just was just not done. It wasn't done. Well, the, the acting was not good. The cinematography is not good. The, you know, there's no, there's no music. There's no story. There's no, I mean, it was just like someone had a camcorder and pointed it at two guys and was like, 
just, you know, sit there and bullshit, right? Which is like what Rick is saying. It reminds him of me and him, which is fine. What do you think we're doing right now? And guess what? We're not going to make it into a movie. And if we did, it wouldn't be a good one. And no one's going to want to go see it. No one wants to watch us sit around and bullshit. Well, a lot of people, a lot of well, people like obviously you're wrong. Oh, it's it's yeah. it's so not a good movie. It's it's not a good film. It's not there's no way this ever was nominated for an award. There's no way that people like hold this up in like no a way film school or, you know, go like, oh, this is how you make a movie. This is how you get started. Like Kevin Smith was lucky that people knew him and that they liked his stuff. And no, they, no, no. What, th- this is his first movie. They didn't know who he was. This is his very first movie. Why do you yeah. think he only had a $30,000 budget? Right. And and it didn't make any money. No one saw it. Uh, it made $3.2 million. Yeah, that's which of every movie we've talked about is the lowest box office gross of any and, movie we've seen or uh, talked about. But it still made a lot for an independent movie. Right. But that's my point. You could say this is a great success story of an independent movie. This is like the best anyone has ever done with no budget and no script and no actors and a camcorder, but it doesn't make it a good movie and it isn't a good movie. It was, I, I hated this movie. This is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Let me tell you something. I watched this movie two nights ago and my wife had just finished painting one of the walls in our house that was like next to the TV. And I kept looking at the wall and going, oh, I like that color. And I think it was a good decision to paint the wall that color. And then watching as the color kind of changed as the paint dry. And it struck me about halfway through this movie that I was more interested in literally watching paint dry than watching this movie. It seems like a manufactured story, Bill. No, I wish it was, but it's literally true. I would tell you the other part of your statement that it would never should never and has never won any awards is incorrect. It won two awards at Cannes Film Festival and a Sundance Award and three Independent Spirit Awards. So, And it was also given three, three out of four stars by Roger Ebert, your cool. favorite guy. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying. Which, who, who gave Forget yeah. Paris four stars and who you think, and you think that's the worst movie you've ever seen in your life. He, he, gave, he gave it three and a half stars. And you defended so, it. So, so, so Roger so, oh, Ebert, the guy who you're no no, the guy you're citing thinks that Forget Paris is a better movie than Clerks, and see, you said Forget Paris was the worst movie you've ever seen in your life. Right. We're back to the Amy Poehler paradox again. <laughs> you yeah. said it's gotta be good because Roger Ebert liked it. And I said it still sucks. But now you're saying Roger you, like this, you're doing it backwards. You're arguing your point from before the opposite way again. There's no way, there's no way I cannot comprehend a rational person sitting down and watching Forget Paris and watching Clerks and saying that Clerks is a better made movie all around, that Clerks is a better movie, that that it's better written, that it's better filmed, that it's better acted, that it has better cinematography. That there's no way. And it isn't. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the things in that point. Sure. It's not, the cinematography is not better. Um, the direction, uh, I think it's probably better. Um, the acting, no, it's not better. I mean, there's good actors. There's famous actors in Forget Paris. It's way, way better written. It's way funnier. It's more entertaining for me to watch. Um, 
I don't think that like putting those two movies side by side is there's no comparison for me. I'm just I'm I'm so frustrated that it felt like we were it felt like we were making progress, guys. <laughs> it it felt like it felt like we watched Airheads and we watched Almost Famous and it was like we're 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 getting better. We're we're dialing it in. We're figuring out, you know, like what's something that we could all enjoy. And then you guys were like, I know. Let's just crush Bill's spirit and make him hate this See, assignment by showing first Bad News Bears, which was bad. But by comparison, I see this is what I realized. I realized when watching Clerks, I was like, okay, this is the first movie that Rick ever saw or that Rick and Ryan ever saw. And they thought this is what a good movie is. That's why they watched Bad News Bears and were like, oh, this movie's awesome because it is way better. It's way better. But but they're so terrible and they have like sucked the life out of me and i i just am so like i i can't take much more of this so i Bill, hated this movie so much you have to understand that it is not our intention to pick movies that you're going to hate i can't believe how far off you were on this if you thought it was something that i was gonna like <laughs> when i rewatched this movie i knew you were gonna drop it a few points because i thought it was gonna be too vulgar i forgot about the vulgarities in this movie, like how kind of yeah, dark it is it's sometimes. It's pretty crass. But I didn't well, think that this was like going to happen. the only thing that like actually happens in the movie with his like girlfriend and the dead guy in the bathroom. <laughs> sure. Um, but so going back to ratings again, just to jump, just so you know, I know you don't like this rating, but on Rotten Tomatoes, it's uh, 89%. So it's a fresh 90. Um, sure. So, I mean, I mean, it's, it's a pretty, it's, and that's the thing. So that's what we've also gone to. We've, we haven't yet to assign you a movie that is, well, actually the only movie that so far we've seen that, um, you could look at the rating systems of other people and the things that exist to us, the things we have at our fingertips to look at ratings. The only bad movie we've watched so far has been, forget Paris. That's the worst rated movie we watched by the public. Maybe Airheads, I'm not sure. But everything else has been like in the 80s or above up to 100 by the world. You know, so we haven't tried to assign right. you and, and we know a terrible movie. I love Rotten Tomatoes ratings. I, 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 well, I'm talking about Roger Ebert. I'm talking about Clerks. I'm talking about whatever. I'm just saying we are assigning you movies that are universally accepted as good fun movies as far as we can tell you just have gone right, the other right, way on but, all of them I, if no, we were, we're we're trying to someone the other day recommended to me that we should let you watch night at the roxbury okay that movie is I've seen not it. fun yeah it's also not that good and it also has like a 12 percent on rotten tomatoes right so it's not that good and it's also like no one likes it so why would I make you watch that movie? That's not what we're doing here. We've never been like, he's going to hate this. We should watch it. Right. We do think you're going to hate stuff because you hate everything. But that's different, right? Like, we could say he's going right. to give Clerks a but two, see, I feel but that's like, not our fault. But, but, when people, but when people are watching Clerks and they're rating it on Rotten Tomatoes and critics are looking at it on Rotten Tomatoes, they're, they're doing what you just said. They're going, oh, man. For someone who didn't have any actors and didn't have any budget and didn't have any experience and made this on a shoestring, it was pretty good for what he had. But there, it's not like that. That's, I mean, 
Okay, I see what you're saying, but any, okay, none of us said, I didn't, we, when you talk about this movie, you definitely, the budget comes up in the conversation, but that's not what makes this movie good to me. I actually dislike those things about the movie. I don't care. I, yeah, if it was in color, it'd, fi- it'd be fine if they could do it. I don't care about any of that. I think the dialogue and those two guys are very funny. I think working at that video store is, I think Randall has the funniest jokes in that movie. I think it's fun to listen to them talk about the guys getting killed on the Death Star. Like, yeah. that's and the interesting conversation. The, the, do you think all of the different uh, people that come into the store and the shit, silly shit that goes on with them, like, all of those different characters are different. Um, Dante's problems with his ladies, like, there's, there's depth to those characters, and there's funny things that happen. And I feel like from the little that you've talked about this movie, Bill, I, I feel like you got irritated by the way it looked and the way it sounded and the way it was in the first 10 minutes and then stopped paying attention. Yeah, you started staring at a wall instead. You didn't even watch the movie, I mean, the wall according was right to you. The, the wall was right next to the TV, so... Yeah, which means you weren't looking at it. So, I'm just okay, saying, the wall, let, let me read the you. wall kept pulling my focus because it was in color. <laughs> One color. Let, let me... Let me read you this paragraph in Roger Ebert's um, really long, he has a real long um, review of this movie that, you know, definitely he mentions the budget and everything, but this is how you're supposed to feel about this movie, I think. This is how I This is how you're supposed to feel about this movie. (laughs) The movie has the attitude of a gas station attendant who tells you to check your own oil. It's grungy and unkempt, and Dante and Randall look like they've been nourished from birth on beef jerky and cheetos they are tired and bored underpaid and unlucky in love and their encounters with customers feels like a series of psychological tests right that's that's a fun premise right there and then you got to watch it unfold in a day well and i think too um i've had this experience uh, i haven't talked about it much on the pod but you guys talked about it on the pod working at a shit job right um where you have to deal with the public and the public being shitty to you because they think they're better than you. So I think that's one of the key points mm-hmm. of this movie is where you understand that angst of uh, someone who has to deal with someone that comes in and asks if you're open 17 times, even though there's a giant sign on the outside that says, yes, we are open. And the more it happens, the more funny it gets because there's still a sign outside that says, I assure you, we are open. And they still ask, yeah, hey, are you open? person, are you open? <laughs> you found no humor in that, yeah. Bill? I mean, I guess I, there's, there's some humor to be found in it, but I feel like it could have been better. It could have been done better. It, it, that's why I said I feel like it's lazy. Um, they show it, but they don't, they don't do anything more than experience it the way you and I have experienced it. You know what I mean? There's, there's nothing special about this there's nothing that feels like they put effort into it or they made it funnier right it it feels like a stand-up comedian that goes on stage and instead of telling jokes just tells you what he did that day right and you may go oh yeah i get that yeah i relate to that but but it wasn't like well crafted it wasn't well delivered it didn't catch you off guard or make you laugh it was just like yep this happens remember when that happened in your life look we just showed it happening here that's not good film to me. Oh, I laughed at so many parts and there's there's so many jokes that really catch and that are very funny in that movie. <laughs> when the 
when the guy's sitting there waiting to pay and the cat takes a shit right in front of him. That's pretty funny. <laughs> how about how about just when when he says my girlfriend stuck thirty two dicks just in a row in a row? That's very funny. Yeah. That's a very funny joke. Uh, when when he just, goes outside of the of the quickie mart or quick stop, excuse me, and says, "Try not to suck any dicks in the parking lot," and that guy goes to follow her. And he's like, hey, come back here, asshole. I saw you chuckle. You know, I saw you chuckle, Bill. Don't try and right, hide it. Right. You know what? You know what's funny is I'm looking at like reviews of this movie on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. And and this is the problem with something like this. Like everyone is giving it either a nine or a ten or a one. You know what I mean? Like, this is such a polarizing movie. It is like Either you were one of these people who was like, oh, I love this. I think it's so cool. Or you saw it for what it is. And you were like, this is garbage. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, how do you not think that like Randall, when he's in the video store, like, oh, some guy was mad because I was an hour late to the store. And then he yelled at me and threw the movie at my face. And then he left. And like, what'd you do? I, was, I tore up his membership. Or, or when that lady, I, when that, why is when, that when, funny? No, no, no. Let, stay there for a second. Because, why because is that it's funny? Such, because he's such a terrible employee that it reminds me of myself. And he was just was like, he had this attitude that if you didn't do what he wanted, that was it. It's just like that woman when she's like, is this movie uh, good? Yeah. Are these movies good? And he's like, I don't know. I haven't seen, I don't watch movies. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, how about these two? He's like, yeah, they suck. I don't. Like, you, these are the same two movies, and then she gets pissed off, and he leaves. He goes, "You're not allowed to rent here anymore." Like that's very funny. I don't appreciate your ruse. You're clever You're at trying to, to trick, trick me. me. Uh, or how I he just, has to go just, to the other movie store because he doesn't like the movie store he works at because it sucks. Well, <laughs> yeah, and then the, and that's that's it. It was almost a funny premise but then he goes to the other movie store to rent some random porn which is like all he has at his store <laughs> yeah which is funny no but it's chicks I, with I don't dicks think that it's would funny. put hits I don't think shame. it's funny okay well, I guess you, yeah, you don't think just, it's funny I just didn't think it I didn't think it was funny I didn't think it was interesting I didn't think it was good I thought it was just yeah I thought it was just like if you just pointed a video camera at guys that were cracking jokes and trying to be funny at each other that were while they were working a shift. And I didn't find, I was like, I could make funnier jokes than this, or I could make these jokes. Like I have had days at work that were funnier than this and that were more interesting than well, this. Well, I think like, we've seen on the pod that you're don't have so many snappy jokes, <laughs> <laughs> not very many. Oh, um, man, this was just, it was sad. And it just, it drug, I, I was just disappointed. I was hoping this would be good. I wanted this to be good. I, I wanted to like this movie. And after bad news bears, it just was like, I just feel like I'm like, I just want to watch a good movie. And I haven't seen one in many weeks. So then you just put on forget Paris and watch it on repeat. And it felt oh, great. I should, but I, I instead I uh, I threw on some of the old school Mission Impossible. I watched Mission Impossible One and then Mission Impossible Three, and that helped. I like both of those. Those are way better movies. <laughs> I I I don't know, Rick. Where do we go from here? It's hard. I I think that it just is such a difference of opinion. I think that there was some ability for people to realize how bad. Um, some of these movies have been, you know, some people have the agreeances on like 
forget Paris. There's some arguments of like, there's some terrible things I believe, but I don't think it's just so hard for us to come up with an argument of like, I think Bill's just wrong. On <laughs> this one. Read, read some of the one star <laughs> reviews of this movie. I'm not alone in this so, at all. There are, there are people out there, hundreds, thousands of them that hate this movie and they go, what, you know, it's, it's, terrible it's not funny it's not good i don't understand why people like this movie it's terrible it's trash bill let me ask you this how many first movies of a director writer have you ever seen okay in, in just I, off I top your head that i mean i i don't know I don't know because okay. I, I don't know. I don't do the research on a movie when I watch it. Right. I don't go who directed this. How many have they done? But but I will tell you that 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 question is my problem with this movie, because the people who like this movie are saying for a first movie, for a low budget, for what it is, it is dot, 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 dot. Right. But if you compare it to like if you were just out and this was a world where movie theaters were still open and we just went to the movie, right? And you were like, hmm, I'm going to spend my $20 on a ticket to go see a movie. What's playing? Clerks. I don't know what that is. I'm just going to spend my money and go in and see it. I I can't imagine that you would be like, oh, wow, that was great. That was worth the money. I would ask for that's, my money back. That's, that's I, what I, I did. Walk out after, I would walk out after 20 minutes and ask for my money back. That's the exact thing that happened to me, though. I went to a video store. So I didn't go to the theater, but... I didn't know what this movie was. I rented it and it was amazing. I loved it. That's maybe like Kevin Smith. That's how it goes. That's why people like this movie because it was, it really caught you off guard. This movie shouldn't be as good as it is. I'll what bet is. you way more people saw his later movies first and went back and watched this. And, and that's what made them like it. So more. why okay. does that matter? The, why does that matter if this is good or not? I'm, well, why does why does it matter that if they saw something else they're like oh I'm gonna see what this other decided, stuff was they lo- and they're like oh I love this decide- too no well yeah but it's not as good as there's a bunch of anything people, else he's made there's a there's a do you, don't you think this is the worst movie that Kevin Smith has made oh, no 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 he's made some crappy movies and this is not one of them what are what are some have of these crappy Tusk? movies have you seen Tusk uh, Jersey Girl I've seen that. It seems like Jersey will be your favorite girl. one. What was the one you said, Ryan? I didn't um, hear you. Yeah, I know. Tusk? No. He said Tusk. Never heard of it. Tusk. Never heard of it. It's a pretty crappy horror movie. Well, see, Bill, and this is the problem, too, we have, right? You come up with these arguments of things that you don't know anything about. <laughs> you don't know anything about movies, well, but, so it's hard to argue but, but, but about I know these how movies. I feel when I'm watching a movie, and I know that I was like, "This is the worst movie I've ever seen." Like I, I, I viscerally that's because, hated this movie because that's like, I actively. It wasn't just that I was bored, which I was. It was that I actively like hated that this was a movie that I was being forced to finish. Right. That's exactly how I felt with Forget Paris. And the thing is, though, with you is in these movies you're getting, you're expecting every movie to have like a cool explosion and maybe a bus running off a road that's going real fast or a kid that like, he's wacky. Look what he's doing. There, and that's all you ever want out of a movie. Paris? You don't want. No, that's just a playful romp uh, and a romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which is yeah. also what you want, right? These are the, these are your things. Um, if you know what, if there would have been a real long drawn out animated part of this no, movie, so you would have loved it. Here, you know, if Dante, if Dante was a Pixar character, you would have been into it. Okay. So here's, I, I understand you guys like this movie. You understand that I hate this movie. 
I'm I'm just so yes. down and depressed about the last couple of movie selection that that I feel like I just need for my own sanity to take this out of your control for the next couple of weeks. And so we we did well with a <laughs> listener suggestion. Um, we need another listener suggestion, and then I'm gonna take another run at at suggesting a movie that you one of you hasn't seen. So um, we just we've gotta we've gotta find some common ground on something again because I'm just getting too aggravated with these like you know Rick <laughs> Rick and Ryan specials. So it's interesting that you bring up a uh, a listener suggestion because I do have an email from a listener. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, someone actually emailed us. Was it Erica again? <laughs> what it, it's what email did they email? Yes, Rick, they emailed uh miseducationofbill at gmail dot com. Our listener Dacia emailed and said Hey guys, great job on the podcast. I'd love to hear Bill review some gangsta movies from the mid nineties. Manus to Society, Friday, Boys in the Hood. Also, can we have a ladies podcast to hear about some chick flicks? Most urgent, Pretty Woman, Dirty Dancing, Sixteen Candles. Keep up the good work. I'm really enjoying the show, Daisha. Uh, Bill, have you seen any of those movies before? Um, I haven't seen any of the gangsta movies from the '90s that she referenced, which I think could be a good yeah. place to start. And then, what were the chick flicks that she mentioned again? Sixteen Candles, Dirty Dancing, and Pretty Woman. I have seen Pretty the Woman. only movie in that all six of those that I've seen is Pretty Woman. Right. Did you like that one? I don't remember. I think I was, I don't, I don't <laughs> remember right. it. Fair. Um, well, okay. So I think with those movies, I think those are all really good suggestions, but I think you need to try one more time. We got to see if you do have any kind of sense of humor. And I think we should watch Friday. What do you think? I okay. think of all those movies, Friday would be the most enjoyable uh, to rewatch. Okay. Yeah, because we're trying we're trying to get Bill out of his funk here. Well, He's getting and, too angry. It's fun. And and I trust the listeners more than I trust you guys. So I'm hoping that Fine. Friday will bring me up out of this pit that I'm in. But um so so we'll go for that next. But before we uh get into me guessing what it's about, um we should probably take a quick break and then get to the clomometer. That's an excellent idea. I need a beverage. I as well need a beverage. Need a beverage as well? Words. <laughs> okay. Uh we'll see you after the break. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah, check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. All right, everybody, we're back. We're hydrated. Oh, sort of. I'm still dehydrated. Here. I haven't hung myself yet bill looks like the cartoon with uh the red face and the steam coming out of his ears oh. and uh we're we're just about ready to get to that time-honored tradition the clamometer we should probably get to the clamometer oh yeah i think we're gonna keep it <laughs> Unique New York. Unique <laughs> New York. Let's make this whole thing the drop. Just a, a bunch of shit cut together. I almost did a spit take. I don't know why the clomometer sounds like bongo drum. 
<laughs> Come on. This whole thing went sideways real quick. Yeah. Kilometer and, uh, I mean, kilometer and homework. I said kilometer. Maybe I should cut that down. You know, I was I was just going to yeah. say, we... I, or make a new one. I think we should shorten it, but I actually heard from two people this week that they love that drop. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So. Well, you know what? If you hate it, tell us. Right. Get on IG, get on uh, our Gmail, and uh, you know what? Maybe we'll put a poll up. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Let's, let's put a poll up. Rick, tell the uh, social hey. media manager to uh, get a poll up on IG, <laughs> and uh, we'll get we'll take the temperature of the crowd on the old uh, clomometer drop. Yeah, sounds good. Hey, can I give you guys a little inside baseball? Um, I have a little notepad here where I write down what we think our scores are going to be for the upcoming movie, and I I listed out as Ryan and myself. But right now, I just wrote Friday, <laughs> just getting ready, yeah. and I wrote Ryan. And then I wrote Bill. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, wait, I'm not Bill. So I crossed it out. And then I wrote B-I. And then I was like, I'm still not Bill. <laughs> it's, That's all. I just wanted to did let you, you know. Did it's you like just put uh, two R's? R and R. <laughs> R is winning. Yeah. It's like in the almost famous episode when I was keeping score on the pop culture game and I put R and R. <laughs> That's what I was right. referencing. Yeah, that's what Ryan just said. Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. When you this when is... you talk, all I do is think about what I'm going to say next. It's natural for assholes to think that way. Um, so, clomometer time. Um, okay. You're not allowed to rent here anymore, Bill. Where did you guys think I would land on the gem that is Clerks? I don't like your tone. Well, I don't know how we got here. I don't remember what our argument was. <laughs> But me and uh, Ryan were uh, significantly different than each other. Um, yeah, I remember. I remember I, you saying that you this was like the furthest apart you guys had ever been. Yeah, um, I came in at a balmy seventy-five degrees. What? Oh, wait, what did I say? I, I said I said that wrong. I came in at fifty-seven degrees. Oh, okay. okay. That's, I, man, you're dyslexic. I too am really dyslexic. Me there. I I too am dyslexic. I uh, it's okay. And uh, I was like, Ryan, you thought I was that was going to be the third best movie I'd seen. <laughs> I mean, I was hoping. Oh. And then uh, Ryan came in at a frosty twenty-seven percent. It's degrees. degrees. You had it right the first time. What's wrong with you? Fucking degrees. Uh, yeah, so that's get with the program, <laughs> Bailey. That's that's where we're at. Twenty-seven and fifty-seven. Well, uh, let me let me just reveal this hidden <laughs> secret that Ryan is much closer. But uh, according I to still Price lose is right, Price rules, right. you both lose. Would I have lost if I <laughs> bet a dollar? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't. I don't think it's going to come as a surprise to anyone when I said I hated this more than any movie I've ever been forced to watch. I'm giving Clerks a zero. I'm giving it an absolute zero. Um, I don't have a clever just, comeback for that one. That's that's how terrible I thought it was. But that isn't enough. It isn't enough just to get <laughs> Clerks a zero. And and I thought about it, I was like, look, I don't want to go negative because then that creates this whole other scale and screws up the whole clomometer. So the upside down. I know. So I'm leaving it at a zero. But Clerks was so bad, it, I'm changing Pee Wee from a one to a five. 
<laughs> because Pee Wee can't be only one degree better than Clerks. Even Revisionist history Pee-wee. again! Even though I hated Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Pee Wee, because Clerks was so bad, Pee Wee got bumped up to a five. <laughs> you had to readjust the scale. Because you know stuff out there could exist that's worse. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, Rich. This- if you keep at it, <laughs> you might get Pee Wee up into the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> New goal. Oh man, yeah. So uh, uh, we need we need to go to uh, our listeners, and like Ryan said, we're going to Daisha, who suggested Friday. So I don't know much about this movie, but I'm going to take a stab at guessing what it's about. Um, I know that it is comedy, and I'm pretty sure that Ice. Ooh, one of the ices is in it. It's either ice tea or ice cube. Um, what about vanilla? Vanilla. Yeah. No, it's not vanilla ice because I know it's a. Am I allowed to say it's a movie? <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think it's ice cube. Now, I know that ice cube is like famous for something. Like, I know he's one of the, like, he's not a great actor. I know he's, like, supposed to be famous for something, but I don't know if it's movies or music or what. Um, But, like, I've only seen him in, um, he was in the the second Triple X after they couldn't get Vin Diesel, so they got Ice Cube to do the follow-up to Triple X. And then he also does those Are We There Yet movies, but I haven't seen those. Um, But, um... I'm guessing. So those are the only two Ice Cube movies you know: is Triple X, State of the Union, and Are We There Yet? Series. Nice pull with the State of the Union subtitle. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> That's what I do. I like full titles. He was also in a space movie where they like went to Mars and some sort of creature attacked them or something. Um, he was so, but you don't know who Ice Cube is. I know who he is. In yes, general, yes, he's an actor and he's been in a few movies. But when you think Ice Cube, you think. He's an actor. That's all I know him from. Like, I don't know if he was like, based on your faces, I think he's supposed to like, I don't know what he's, he's probably a like, is he a rapper or a musician or what? He was in a band. I don't know. Maybe he's the drummer for Led Zeppelin. I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> drummer for Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I have no answer. idea who he is or what he's from. But so Friday is going to be a comedy. And here's what I think. I think Ice Cube is this guy and he's got a wife and maybe a kid and he's got like big plans for Saturday for like hanging out with the boys. But Friday, he's got his like honeydew list. He's got all this stuff that he has to get done. Like, and it's probably very simple. He's got like four things that his wife is like, before you go out with the boys, you got to get this done. And then like, it's one of those movies where like everything goes wrong. He, you know, something happens at the store. They're out of what he has. He tries to take shortcuts and they get him in trouble and hijinks ensue. So, yeah. Would you say shenanigans? Sure. Yes. Yes. Happen? So he's he's got a honeydew list and there are obstacles to it. He's just trying to get the place where he can relax with the boys and then shenanigans ensues. That's what I think Friday is about. All right. Now we reach the time in which we bid adieu to our dear friend Bill, and Rick and I try and come up with a score on what he's going to think about this movie next week. Okay, I'm going to throw myself on mute, take off the headphones, and I will talk to you guys later. Brush your teeth. Bye. Bye.
what just happened? Okay, my 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 mind is blown. I yeah. So I know what happened. So he, he knows Ice Cube only from like these kids movies, right? Yeah. These arguably there yet. And then I guess an action movie. So he's reverse engineered this as the new Ice Cube what right. he would be doing yeah. back then. He doesn't know from the NWA on that this well, was like when he was first starting to be at it, you know, the Boys in the Hood re- situation, we, right? We kind of teased it with the, these are gangsta movies. Like, we are, said it in the in the email. Daisha, our listener, said it. Gangsta movies. This is not going to be a domestic, yeah. you know. So I, I think he's, I think he didn't pay attention. But uh, that's par for right. the course with Bill. So, so I do know, I'll give you a little inside scoop here too. Um, Bill, I do know, likes the Rush Hour movies. Right. So he, so I think he might think Chris Tucker's right. good in this. Well, I mean, I when's Chris Tucker not good? Well, true. Um, well, I have a score already. I mean, I've, I've been beaten down yeah. and I don't know where to go, but I'm ready. Well, yeah, hit me with it. I'm, I'm still, I'm still tabulating over here. I'm still, uh, Carrying the ones and um, doing square roots, well, and you know, go ahead and think it, think it through for a minute. Be ready to go for me, because I, I don't want to influence right, you in any way. Right. So, I don't think I don't think Bill likes gangster rap. I mean, obviously he doesn't because he doesn't know who Ice Cube is. So I don't think any of the music's going to resonate with him. Um, it, yeah, but you know, there's not a ton of music in it. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, just I wouldn't call it. It's music in different. the it's in that genre, though. I mean, it's obviously influenced. Um, sure. Well, and he doesn't have any... He's not going to have any... Uh, he's, this is one of those movies that definitely has nostalgia to it, but also it's, there's a lot of funny lines in it. He's going he's gonna to know some of them, right? He's going to know by Felicia, yeah. for sure. There's a few things he's going to know, right? You just got knocked the fuck out. Um, yeah, he might know he that. might know that one. Um, I mean... I think where where is um where is almost famous at fifty high fifties seventy seventy Oof. seventy yeah I'm I'm thinking he's gonna be in the in the sixties in the mid to high sixties but I kind of want to know what's around it okay so I'll tell you sixty eight is Christmas story. And 60 is Goodfellas, and 59 and a half is Mean Girls. There's nothing else in the 60s. I'm going to go... Six- uh, Step Brothers is 69. I'm going to go 66. 66. All right. You know, we're, we keep lining up on the second numbers, but... So you came in at 66. I came in at 46. Oh. You think he's going to hate it? Um, just a little bit above Daisy... One spot above Daisy Confused. Okay. Well, we've, we've flipped uh, positions from... Uh, our ratings on this movie, Clerks. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Let's see how we do. Let's let's get it back in here. I think we should leave this all yeah. in. How long it takes for us to get him to his attention? It's been yeah, way longer in the past. Hey, Bill. <laughs> well, Rick and I. T- times when I looked up from my game of hearts and uh, I couldn't tell if Ryan was waving at me to come back or trying to catch a fly. I have. <laughs> I was trying to catch a fly. I have a little bit of a fruit fly problem uh, because I just went through a batch of making um, 
blood orange whiskey sours, which were delicious. But, uh, oh boy, the fruit flies really like those uh, oranges and lemons. So I'm trying to get them out of here. Ooh, I know. We should make those next time we hang out and have whiskey together. What do you think? I think if you're buying the whiskey, we can definitely have those. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Um, we've got our scores. Uh, we've got our predictions. We've got Bill's prediction. I think there's nothing left you for us to do here. About how well I predicted this movie again. Mm. How I just have this uncanny ability to nail a plot. Uh, it was more like... Yeah, this, this, this might be the closest you've gotten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well... Well, I, I think we've pretty much covered all of it for this week. Um, I don't think I can take any more of Bill's pure vitriol for this movie. Um, so I think there's only one thing left to do, and it's say goodbye to all of our faithful faithful listeners. Uh, we really appreciate you listening. Um, Bill, do you have anything you want to leave us with? No, just, uh, you know, we want to hear from you. We want we want more suggestions. I need uh, your suggestions because these guys' suggestions are killing me. Uh, miseducationofbill at gmail.com. Uh, miseducationofbill on Instagram. Um, hit us up. Let us know what you uh, want us to do. Oh, and one message. Art, I have seen Office Space, so you can stop requesting that. <laughs> one of our... Uh most <laughs> just leave dedicated loyal yes listeners. one of our most dedicated instagram posters and listeners art uh shout out to big art rick do you have any final thoughts uh no just you know to all listeners out there i think you should uh take a break from the movie or from the podcast and go watch clerks it's a great movie you're gonna really enjoy it let Bill know. Don't do it. Literally, do anything else. <laughs> save the 90 minutes of your life. <laughs> well, finally, I just want to say uh, thanks to all the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to us talk about stuff over the week. Um, please take a minute to check out our socials. We're on Instagram, Miseducation of Bill. We're on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please email us at Miseducation of Bill at gmail.com. Uh, make sure to subscribe. Uh, make sure to subscribe, subscribe, rate. Make sure to subscribe and listen. <laughs> Do you want to be the host? <laughs> no, no. My my role. Then go fuck yourself. <laughs> make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on all the major apps: uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find podcasts. Uh, special thanks to Wyatt Only and the Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at woatw.com. And also check out their brand new video on YouTube, Trauma Queen. Uh, we're going to play it at the end of the episode, uh, so make sure to listen to that. And with all that said, uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
Yeah. 